0: Hi, this is Matt Welsh with Spiritual Media Blog, and I'm here today with Chris Kate, the creator of SpiritualShortStories.com. Chris, thanks for being with us, and welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Matt. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, so tell us a little bit about SpiritualShortStories.com. What is it, and uh, what can visitors find there?
1: Um, Basically, it's a, a place for people who either write or like to read spiritual stories. Um, I've collected stories from many different paths as well as many different authors, um, both from the past and the present, people like you and me who are writing stories and put them all in one place where people can get them. And then um, the other things that I've done is created pages for um spiritual movie reviews, and spiritual book reviews, which are both really in line with, with your media blog website. Um, so those are kind of the three primary resources I offer there, spiritual short stories. Cool. And these stories, are
0: how many pages are they? Are they? I mean, I know it's short stories, but how often
1: or how long do they normally take people to read them, and what have you found as far as that goes? It varies um, some people like the really short stories like Zen cones, which can be as short as a couple paragraphs, um, okay. and we also have some stories that are up to about two thousand words, I think is the the max that we usually have there, so you know reading a story can take anywhere from thirty seconds to you know ten fifteen minutes if you get one of the really long ones. Oh, cool, and where did this
0: idea come from
1: um originally um. Laura, my wife at the time, was writing stories and she wanted a place to share them with friends and family. And so I thought it would be neat to make a website since that's kind of something I was interested in. And so I made the website and she wrote the stories. And then what happened is it kind of evolved and we found other people were writing their stories and wanted a place to share them. And then I started adding on the parables and the cones and things like that. And it just sort of took a life on its own. I mean, we only intended for it to reach, you know, 20, 30 people a month, just friends and family. And um, now it's grown to well over 10,000 visitors a month. So it's certainly taken on its own own energy, its own life. Oh, that's
0: great. Now, can anybody submit stories to it or is there – how do you decide what stories you put on the website?
1: Yeah, at the, um, at the bottom of the page is a submit a story link, and you can put your story in there, either yours or one of your favorites, and you put in your biography and your contact information, and then that gets uploaded into the system. And when I get ready to, to go through publishing, usually every, every two to four weeks, I'll go through the newly submitted stories and, and see which ones are a good fit for the site. Um, which ones will resonate with the audience or which ones touch me. Um, There's not really a a defined criteria other than I try and make sure that it's going to be a story that everybody can benefit from and isn't excluding particular people. Um, You know, as long as there's wisdom to be gained, I like to share it. that's great. Why do you like stories so much? And why do you think
0: uh, stories are so effective teaching or just profound?
1: Well, I – it's funny because when I think about stories, I didn't originally have a lot of interest in them until they took an interest in me. And uh, so over time, I just I started finding a passion in them and seeing that they really have a way to translate our experience into words. Um, Anthony DeMello, in his book One Minute Wisdom, he said, you know, the shortest distance between human beings and truth is a story. And I really like that because it, you know, when we look at our day-to-day lives, like when we meet someone new, we're usually engaging in a story about who we are, who they are, how we met. Um, When we tell a friend or family or spouse how how our day was, it's usually, you know, a story. Um, You know, every day we're writing emails to people. You know, when we answer the question, how are you, again, we're basically telling stories. And so you know part of my passion and that is seeing that these stories are everywhere um, and that they hint to something deeper that the story is a pointer to to our experience that there is something within the story that we're meant to learn and one of the passions i have when it comes to stories isn't just the stories and the words and the labels but using those stories to transform ourselves and to help remove some of our own labels and actually remove some of our stories because only when we understand the nature of story can we then be enabled to move past the story that either holds us back as a a victim or that we identify with being successful or whatever stories we've told ourselves first we have to know they exist identify them before we can then transform through them and become free from the stories of our past.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what are some stories that may have, uh, inspired you or helped you grow personally or spiritually or stories or books or movies?
1: Uh, oh, all, all of the above. Um, I love movies. Um, I could watch them all day long. I love the book peaceful warrior as well as the movie. Um, the movie Celestine Prophecy I like that one a lot um, Books, I like the book Diamond Heart, book one um, That one really helped me open up To the idea of seeing Truth rather than Seeking joy or happiness That if I were to seek truth First and foremost then I become Enabled to um, See past whatever illusions are there And you know just be more Free and, and have more joy and Peace in my life Um, I've been inspired by actually reading some of Laura's stories. I mean, she was the first person who wrote, and she kind of set the example for me for personal story writing. And so then I started writing my own stories about myself. Um, Anthony DeMello and Idris Shah, they have just volumes of of great spiritual stories. I could could read their stories for days. Um, You know, I could probably talk for days myself about... (laughs) All the different stories, you know, and the sources for stories. So I'll just kind of leave it there. You know, there's a lot of resources on the website, too. You know, if someone visits spiritual short stories, they're going to see at the end of most stories is a bio, and I'll share where I got that story from. Or if they go to the movies or books, you know, review pages, they're going to see all the books and and movies I've watched where I find a lot of inspiration from.
0: Yeah. Um, What's been the reaction to the website so far?
1: It's been nothing short of amazing. I mean, I like I said, when I started it, we just wanted to share it with some friends and family. And um, now it's actually the number one spiritual stories website online. You know, if you go to any of the major search engines, it pretty much shows up as number one for spiritual stories. And, you know, on a bad day, it might be ranking number two. You know, I mean, it's um, – and the people that submit their stories, I think, has been really touching because they – they finally have a voice. They have a place to share it. And it, it's become, um, you know, in a way a community where people can, can share what's going on in their lives through the art of story writing. So the response has been really positive. Do you think a lot of the stories they post there are true stories
0: or are they kind of fictionalized accounts of people's lives or a mixture of both?
1: I would say probably both. I mean, my own experience with writing, you know, I've posted five or six stories on there, and one of them is, you know, complete, absolute truth, word for word. One of them is 95% truth with 5% fiction. Um, another one is writing a true story about someone else and then fictionalizing it, you know. You know. <laughs> That's quite a good idea. You know. Yeah, so I've done, you know, I personally have done so many different things that, um, I'm sure other people have done the same thing as well. And so it's it's interesting to sometimes wonder where that line is when I read someone else's story and say, is that true is that, <laughs> I don't know, I'm curious. Yeah, it's
0: That's kind of the fun part. <laughs> um, what have been some of the challenges to running spiritual short stories?
1: Um, one of the biggest ones is, is the growth. I mean, I didn't plan for it to, to grow, and it continues to grow, and become a larger and larger community. And so I've had to figure out how I can still serve people while that growth is happening, especially because I love the personal one-on-one touch. I love to be able to connect with people authentically. Um, and that's one thing a lot of my subscribers have to the newsletter have commented on, is that I'm a real person, that they feel like they can get to know me. Um, and, and that's been a big challenge. I, I added a help desk that's with a lot of um, frequently asked questions, you know, technical stuff, like, hey, I didn't get my email, you know, can you help, or uh, I'm having trouble downloading your free gift, so that helps with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of questions that come my way, and there's still the people that are looking right. to connect, and um, so I've, I've started interacting more on Facebook and Twitter, and offering people a way to interact more in real time with me, and kind of move away from the traditional email reply threats that I can post something on Facebook and, you know, three, four, five people can get value from it, connect, and I can respond to all three, four, five with one comment. Uh, So that's been one of the challenges really is just working with the growth. and, And also along those lines, Facebook and Twitter are really changing the way that website owners connect with their audience. A lot of people don't realize when they're running a website, you know, they see newsletter subscriber lists and website hits and they go yeah I get 10,000 hits a month and I have 5,000 subscribers on my list and it ends there and and those are the numbers they identify with but the second I moved to Facebook and Twitter a new set of challenges arose which is that of me having to move past numbers and see everybody as a unique individual as I'm interacting with them to see the people and the challenges they go through on a daily basis.
0: Wow that sounds like that would be a
1: very interesting, challenging,
0: and rewarding process. Very rewarding and interesting and challenging, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned free gifts. What sort of free gifts can
1: we get? Um, let's see. When someone subscribes immediately, there's three of them. There's the Seven Spiritual Stories ebook, which is pretty self-explanatory, Seven Spiritual Stories I chose that I particularly like. And I included pictures and um, you know, kind of just tried to make them come to life a little bit more. And then there's two other uh, eBooks that I give out. One is uh, 10 Spiritual Books That Will Change Your Life, and it's reviews of 10 spiritual books that I really like and have found value in. Uh, some of them are really obvious, but some of them people either have not heard of or didn't realize were spiritual books. And so I, I really love that resource because it opens people up to new possibilities. And then the last one is 25 Must-See Spiritual Movies, and that's another uh, ebook full of reviews of, you know, again, 25 movies that um, may not seem spiritual or maybe are really obviously spiritual, but just resources I found valuable. So those are the three people get when they sign up. And then over time, I you know I give out more whenever I make something new or once want, want to share something. So it's not like a one-time thing. I'm always sharing new stories through email. Um, that's actually been a feature that people really like. Is about every 10 days or so, I send a, a spiritual story in email, and after it, I actually include reflection questions. And the purpose of those questions is to um, not to tell people what I think the story means, because I don't think that's very helpful in a person's spiritual path, but instead the questions are designed so that other people can figure out their own truths and figure out how to apply the story in their own lives. Uh, so that way it doesn't matter what you know, religion or spiritual path someone has. Every person will find a unique truth and then act on it in accordance with their own lives, and that's actually... That whole series of emails has spawned a book that I've written, Um, and so I'm going to be going out and have an agent, and I'll be seeking a publisher for it starting in August. Um, And it was all spawned because of this, you know, reflection question format, uh, similar in nature to what Spiritual Cinema Circle does with their movies.
0: That's great. That's really cool. And um, tell us about your latest project, Inscribe Your
1: Life. What is
0: Inscribe Your Life and what's that about?
1: That has been in the makings for two years now, and it's a program about um, a digital, digital program about understanding stories and how to write stories and, therefore, rewrite the story of your own life. As I mentioned before, you know, part of the, my passion for stories is first identifying them and then uh, through that understanding being able to move away from the stories we've told ourselves and so this program provides audio, visual, audio, video, uh, PDFs, ebooks, books uh, writing exercises, fun exercises, all sorts of different modalities to help people learn how to use the process of story writing to empower themselves in their own lives, to let go of the old stories that no longer serve them, and to rewrite new empowering stories for the way they want to live their life. Um, and that's really short version of what that program is about.
0: Yeah, I saw a link to that and one thing you wrote on one of your websites was that you how much you like conflict. And I thought that was a really creative way to talk about stories and the power of stories. Do you mind uh, talking a little bit about why you value or enjoy conflict so
1: much? Yeah, I think value is probably a better word to use than enjoy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, is. I'm not sure anybody really enjoys conflict deep down. Um, But the the value in conflict is that there's kind of two types of conflict in our lives. There's the the inner conflict that results from using limiting words and limiting beliefs like should and but. I should do this. I would do that, but I can't. and that type of conflict actually just stops us dead in our tracks. You know, our mind shuts us down, and we no longer see the options that are out there, the many ways that we can enjoy our lives, our abundance, and see what comes our way um, So that's kind of the first type of conflict that really doesn't work in our lives. And in stories, it doesn't work either because it just shuts down the story. There's no, there's no climax. There's nothing for the main characters to work through. Now, On the other hand, we have the the nature of story and conflict, um, specifically where someone has to transform through the challenges that are being brought their way. Um, The the main character in a story, you know, there's always any good story has a conflict that the main character must overcome to become the hero, to have their happy ending. And the same is true in our own lives. I mean, if, you know, just like muscles, you know, if we don't work out our muscles, they don't get bigger. The same is our, yeah. true of our spiritual muscles. If we're not having to face challenges and conflict and work through that, then we are personally not growing. We're staying stagnant. We're staying the same. And so it's through the conflict that we actually find our happiness, uh, as non-intuitive as that may seem.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's really well said. Really interesting take on conflict.
1: Um, what is your hope for Inscribe Your Life? Well, my original hope was just to connect with one person, to empower one person's life. And then the message that I got back, the feedback said, more, more people need to hear about this, more people need to know. Um, so then my my goal was to, you know, share it with you know, a few people. Um, So I don't really know what my goal is anymore because every time I try and set a goal for it, it becomes larger than I am. I can't, I can't grasp. I mean, the blog right now has almost a thousand comments of people sharing their stories about conflict, about forgiveness in their lives. And that's on the Inscribe Your Life blog, and that's only been since last Wednesday, so less than a week, six, seven days, that, Where, that that's happened.
0: What's the blog address? What's the
1: website? Um, they can get to it through inscribeyourlife.com. That's the best place to start, and they'll be able to get my conflict video that you you mentioned and that you liked, and they'll be taken to the blog and check it out there. Um, yeah, so I don't know where the goal is anymore other than to really just affect people at a meaningful level and bring the power of stories to a, a global audience to, to really share with them how they can use this very unique approach to empowering their lives, because so often, you know, the, the law of attraction gets so much hype, and it's it's great if people can understand there's a lot of layers to the law of attraction, it's not just visualizing and feeling happy thoughts and your life gets better because we still have the (laughs) subconscious thoughts. We have the the traumas from our early life, the stories that we hold on to that we don't know we're holding on to. And so where my program kind of goes, like, beyond the law of attraction because it's going to those unconscious stories and pulling them out so we can see them and we can work with them and then transform them into being aligned with the positive thoughts and the visualizations because visualizations and positive thoughts don't work if our unconscious beliefs have a totally opposite uh, structure, a totally opposite perspective. So that's kind of where the inscribe your life and the story writing process really helps and is so unique is that it goes straight into that subconscious stuff and then helps you see it and therefore align it with what you consciously want in your life
0: yeah, that's
1: great. That's perfect.
0: Um, and if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can connect with you or uh, find, find out more about the, you?
1: The two best places for people to connect with me more personally are facebook.com slash chriscade. That's C-H-R-I-S-C-A-D-E. And again, that's Facebook.com slash Chris Cade. And then, pretty similar to that, is Twitter.com slash Chris Cade. Uh, Those are the two best places to connect with me personally.
0: Cool. Cool. Um, well, Chris, I really appreciate you being here, and I'd like to encourage all of our listeners to visit um, SpiritualShortStories.com and your Inscribe Your Life page. I've visited them, and in- Enjoyed uh, seeing what you have there. And do you have any closing remarks uh, for our listeners?
1: Just to be open and aware to whatever comes your way. Um, For the people listening to this, this interview, what they may not realize is, though you know all the questions you're asking, I chose not to want to know what those questions are because I want my experience to unfold as a mystery, to be able to really be present with what's happening. Uh, so I had no idea what was going to go on in this conversation, but it was a delight and it's that curiosity that makes it so delightful. So I encourage anybody listening to open up your childlike curiosity to see what you're interested in. And instead of saying, I should want this or I shouldn't want that, just be curious and go, oh, well that's interesting. What's that about? And see where it leads you.
0: Yeah, perfect. Sounds. That sounds great. Um, well, thanks again for being for being here, and uh, to all the listeners out there, thanks for listening, and we'll just talk to you later.
1: Thanks a lot. Have a great day.